Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? You know what this is. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 192. And I only have one thing to say. Hello, you beautiful bastards. Yeah, I said it. Before we get started, I just want to say once again, I know I thank you guys a lot, but you've been doing a lot for me. You've been listening on a regular basis. You've been bringing people back. There's people in there's people in other countries that are listening. Hello, Great Britain. There's people in other countries listening. Hello, Australia. There's people in other parts of the North North North, um, North America listening. Hello, Canada. And I want to say thank you for becoming one of my beautiful bastards. Yeah, I said it. I want to give, of course, a quick shout out to the mighty at Twitter hero on Twitter. And it's spelled with one T. Why? Because only punks need two T's. Yeah, that's right. I said it. And also a quick listener shout out to Edward C. Martin, who admitted one in a Twitter conversation to, with me that he's one of my beautiful bastards. So I just wanted to say hello. I appreciate the shout out on Twitter and hello to you. You admitted in public, beautiful bastard. So. If you've been listening to me for a long period of time, meaning the last two years I've been doing this, what am I saying? Last two years I've been doing this for two years and a little bit of change. Thank you, you long term bastards. And if you're listening to me in the future or this is the first time in the first episode that you're listening. Hello, new bastards. Much love to everybody. Now, I want to ask you a question. Are you guys ready for episode number one hundred and ninety two? You are cool. Guess that means it's time for me to roll that theme song now. Go. S. S. Anthony Thomas. Go. S. All right, my friends, let's talk about something pretty interesting here. Now, I teased what I was going to talk about in this segment when I tweeted about it. And if you if you follow me on Twitter, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, if you listen to last week's episode, you know, I told a story. I told the story of me getting my car inspected and all the things that went with it. As it turns out, it's a very popular episode on a very, a very popular segment of a very popular episode. But what happened right after that, a couple of days after that, is very, very interesting. See, one of the things I don't like is when a person has discretion and doesn't use it and allows bad things to happen to someone or uses it and forces something bad to happen to someone like costing them money. That's a horrible thing. If they're a rich person and you do it, you're just being a douche because, you know, damn well, they don't give a crap. If a person is a millionaire and you do something and then that cost them two hundred dollars, they're going to be annoyed because you cost them two hundred dollars, but it doesn't really affect anything. It was just you flexing muscles that didn't need to be flexed because you're an a-hole if you do it to someone poor then you're actually you're literally taking something out of their mouth you're taking a car payment away you're taking their rent away you're taking their phone bill away why would you do that you're being an a-hole in any case you're an a-hole okay that's that's what i want to point that's what i wanted to start with now I'm driving around to get a relative of mine. I have one relative in a car and I'm picking up another relative. I'm going to pick up this second relative. And after I pick up both relatives, I'm going to drop them at their homes. And then I can go about my business doing what I need to do for myself. No problem. I'm sitting there thinking that after I pick up this relative, oh, yeah, this part of the day is over. And the rest of the day, I could actually get some work done. I'm not chauffeuring people around doing stuff, sitting in parking lots in a car longer than I, they, I was told I was going to be there waiting for other people to do crap that has no effect on my life whatsoever except for the fact that I'm having my time wasted but that's okay not a problem I'm still going to have enough time to do the crap I need to do for me so I pull up to the thing and I have a you know that thing you know Fridays if you work in a, a regular job Friday it's Friday at 555 and even though it's you're still technically in the job in your mind you are not at the job you're doing whatever you going to be doing an hour or two later on it could be getting it on with the person you love getting it on with a person you don't love that much but you want to get it on with them because getting it on is fun it could be sitting in a hot bathtub with bubbles it could be flying to hawaii it could be just sitting in the house watching netflix and eating a sandwich whatever it is it's not that other crap you don't want to be doing it's crap you do want to be doing and you can't wait to get to it and i couldn't wait to get to the crap that i wanted to be doing yeah that's right 
So I get out of the car and I'm actually kind of in kind of a good mood. And I see something flashing behind me. I turn to make a look to look as I'm getting out of the car and I see a police car moving quickly, whips around the corner and turns into my direction. And I'm going, man, I better get out of this street quickly. I don't want to get run down while this wonderful person goes and saves lives and does important stuff because I respect the police. Yes, I do. Not just because I have friends on the force, too, but because I respect what they do i do i do i do and then i see that the guy has got the lights flashing he pulls in behind me and now i'm thinking oh crap is he going into the apartment buildings across from where i'm going to go see and pick up my relative because if it's across the street there's a good chance that maybe there's some kind of crime going down i might actually know the person who's involved in this crime or a person that i know may be in danger oh no but then again, if he was going to go across the street to those apartment buildings, he probably would have parked over there. But he's behind me, which means he's probably going in the same place that I'm going. And I hope no one I know was in trouble. <laughs> and as it turns out, it was someone I know in trouble. Who's that person? Let me look in this mirror real quick. Boom. Hey, that's me. And that's right. Me. The guy's got the lights flashing. I'm like, why would you whip around the corner? For me, I drove safely. I made no illegal turns. I stopped at the stop sign. Why is this guy flashing his lights and jumping out his car at me? I look back at him. He looks at me and I look back at him and I motion to myself like me. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the thing about it is he was smiling. It was almost like he was happy. If you're a police officer jumping out of a car at someone that you think did something wrong, why are you smiling? And I know for a fact that I had committed no crime, no offense, no traffic violation. So why are you smiling? Are you going to give me a ticket for something I didn't do? And if you are going to give me a ticket for something I didn't do, why are you smiling? I look back at him and he goes, mm, dude, no, brah, 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 them stickers, brah, nah, brah, nah, brah. And I'm looking at him like my stickers. Now, as you know, as I've already said in last week's episode, I told you the story of me getting new stickers, fresh stickers. Mm, can you smell that freshness? Ah, the smell of fresh, legal, paid for stickers on a car that passed all the tests. So, no, there's nothing wrong with my stickers. This guy's nuts. Now, the first thing going through my mind is if I know my stickers are good and this part of this guy's job is knowing good stickers. I mean, if you if you if you if you stop people to violate them because they have bad stickers, that means to me you must know what good stickers mean. And I know these are good stickers. So I'm going, oh, no, is this one of those guys that just likes messing with people for no reason? So I but I didn't say that I wanted to be respectful. So I look back at him and I said, no, I said, officer, my stickers are good. Oh, I'm sorry. I probably should be more more succinct about this. I was going to say, no, officer, my stickers are good. I was attempting to say, no, officer, my stickers are good. But I never got an opportunity to say, no, officer, my stickers are good. Do you know why? Because as I was turning to say, no, officer, my stickers are good. This officer literally said to me, had his hand up. You know the way you talk to your five-year-old when you know they're lying? Right? You've ever watched kids, if you have kids, if you've ever watched kids, or if you're like me, the world's greatest uncle or cousin, and you had kids around your house, and you know they're lying, you don't want to be mean to them. You're going, come on, I know you're lying. Don't waste my time with the lie. Let me just punish you and get this out of the way, because I don't want to waste my time listening to your horse crap lie, punk. That's the way he was looking at me. But my, my officer, my stickers, I'm a 47-year-old man with who's had the same career for years. I'm a professional and I'm highly skilled at my job and respected at my job and respected by everybody that knows me. So why in the world would you, I mean, he doesn't know that, but if, I mean, I'm driving the mighty Toyota Camry. The simple fact that I, as Anthony Thomas, have, have access to and own the mighty Toyota Camry. That alone should have given me reverence. He should have jumped out of the car and said, sir, you're, 
your stickers are bad, but there's stickers on the mighty Toyota Camry. You, sir, are a superior human being. I'm not going to give you tickets. First of all, I'm going to kiss your ring. I'm not wearing a ring. Hold on. I'm going to go to my car, get a ring, put it on, kiss your finger, and then put the ring back in case I run across another superior human being like you who drives the mighty Toyota Camry. But no, that's not what happened. No, 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 license and registration. And I'm looking at him. Now, he already said the reason he pulled me over was for the stickers that I know are good. And I'm going and I'm thinking you actually stepped on the accelerator, whipped around the corner, turned on the lights and whoop, 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 because my stickers are bad when they're not bad. Oh, Jesus, guy's crazy. Well, I said, officer, could you come here for a minute? And I motioned to him, and he's walking over to me with that look. You know, that, <laughs> here comes the horse crab story. <laughs> like I said, like I was a five-year-old that just said, Uncle S., um, we did not have the cookies. You didn't have the cookies? No, we did not have cookies. Really? You didn't have the cookies. So the fact that you have cookie crumbs all over your face, all over your shirt, all over the floor, all over your shoes, and the fact that there's a broken cookie jar in front of you that has the same type of cookies that create the crumbs that are on your face, your shirt, and your shoes. And also the fact that this nanny cam over here, I was watching you take the cookies when you said not to take the cookies. I did not realize you were using technology, Uncle S. Well, I always use technology, punk. Okay, that part was did not happen. Well, not the nanny cam part. I did. They did knock over the damn cookies, the little bastards. Anyway, back to the story. So he comes up to me, okay, man, <laughs> license and registration, please. <laughs> he, you know, you ever, this is the best way to describe this, the way this guy was looking. If you ever watched Maury Povich and seen the woman that just knows her husband is guilty of, of getting it on with another woman and getting her pregnant, and then Maury goes, you are the father of the other woman's baby, you horny bastard. And the woman just, mm-hmm. I knew it. He had that look on his face. He had the Maury, mm -hmm, I knew it look on his face. And at first I'm going, dude, you're a dude. Dude should not have the, mm -hmm, I knew it look on their faces. You should be thrown off the force for even being able to have facial muscles that can make the, mm -hmm, I knew it look on your face. You make me sick. I didn't say that because they carry guns. So he walks up to me, I'm sorry, just give me the license before you take my license and registration. No, 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 we got to do that first. I said, could you, could you take a look here, please? Oh, I don't know what I'm looking at. I mean, come on, just like, I mean, I mean, I'm just stopping you because your tags are, oh, then he looks at the tags and he sees that the tags say 1116. And why do they say 1116? Because they don't expire until November of 2016, which means... The tags are not bad. Oh. So now he's embarrassed and he's like, oh, um, uh -huh. well, I, I thought they said 1115. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, they look like it. They look, they look, they look, that's what he started to sound like because he hemmed and hawed like a chump because he realized he was wrong. Now, I'm smart enough to know. Now, I don't know if this police officer is like that. Most of the police officers I've run across in my life, the overwhelming have been professional. There's been some douchebags, but the most of them have been professional. There's been some guys who had guns in my face for no reason, but the most of them have been professional. There's been guys that made me sit on the side of a freeway in a brand new suit while they ransacked my fucking trunk. But most of the other ones have been professional. 90% professional. No, 95% professional. You know what? 96% professional. The other 4% fuck my suit up by making me laid out in the fucking freeway while they went through my goddamn car but that's a different story and i digress back to the story so i respect the police officers and this guy you know he was being a bit of a douche because he didn't i mean come on it's pretty you didn't even have to whip around the corner and go through this whole show this whole i'm the alpha male routine oh, excuse me other adult i'm gonna talk to you like you're seven you didn't have to do all of that crap you didn't have to jump out of the car smiling like that and i know you're just a dude doing his job i get it and i know most of the time when you run across people it's usually either a victim who's distraught 
who you can't really emotionally connect with because they don't even really want to talk to you. Not that they hate you, but it's like I just suffered some kind of tragedy or embarrassment or something. And right now I just want to be about myself. And the other people you talk to are usually the people that caused the problem in the first place. I get it. I understand. I know. And I also know there's a lot of scofflaws out there. There are people that don't want that get hot stickers. I get it. They're, 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 they're lowering the revenue for the city, the state. I get it. But in this particular case, this is someone who paid, who paid, who paid, who has real stickers. And I didn't want to embarrass the guy because, like I said, I don't know if he's part of the 96% of the officers I've run across who are cool or the other 4% who would you know, who I've had to lay out on the damn freeway with cars zipping past me as they went through my crap. Yes, that's happened before. Because, like I said, if you run across that 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 small number, if you run across one of them and go, you know, it's like one of those. I just had nightmares at that moment of being in one of those really bad movies. You know, oh, so it looks like your license plate's good. Looks like your stickers and tags are good. Looks like you're fully insured. Too bad about this tail light. There's nothing wrong with my tail light. Oh, it seems to be cracked. Oh, okay, officer. I guess I better shut the hell up because you might want to find something wrong with my teeth. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I know that doesn't happen anymore. Yes, it does. But what I'm saying is I didn't want to be in a situation where that happened to me. Now, even though I read this guy as someone who would not do that, and I usually assume that somebody's not going to do that because only 4% of the time that's happened. But still, you don't want to make a mistake when it's the 4% that it's happened. So I just shook his hand and said, listen, you made a mistake. I, it's not a big deal. It's not. I mean, you saw that, that the, the, the tags were good. You didn't give me a ticket. You were a professional. I appreciate what you do. I stuck my hand out, shook his hand and said, take care of yourself. Am I free to go? He goes, oh, yeah. You, oh, well, I'm still embarrassed. And I'm like, let me get rid of this guy quickly. I said, all right, officer, I got to go take care of some business. Are you, you, are you good? Can I go now? He goes, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the way he was walking from his car toward me with that. I don't know if you're a WWE fan. The only way I can describe it is the way Vince McMahon walks to the ring in, his, in the days when he used to participate in wrestling matches. I don't really watch wrestling like that anymore. But you know what I'm talking about. That overly, I got him. You know, like a really bad. If you took John Wayne's walk and then added in whatever the hot new current club dance add that together that's the walk <laughs> yeah he looked like he was he looked like somebody celebrating a touchdown cam newton after celebrating a touchdown would look at this police officer walking towards my car and go that's a little too showy dude but now he's actually walking back to his car knowing that he just pulled over an innocent citizen an innocent tax paying citizen who paid for his stuff and he felt like a douchebag and now he's walking back to the car and i'm going to make another reference that if you're young you might not understand it but it doesn't matter go look it up you bastard because if you're listening to this that you have access to the internet which means you have access to everything because you're probably listening to this on this phone so shut up and just take this reference punks as he walked back to his car defeated it reminded me of the song the lonely man from the 70s era sitcom you know david banner had just gotten to a town he was trying to keep himself low-key and someone made him angry and as it turns out they wouldn't like him when he's angry he turned into the hulk went on a rampage and now he knows that since the hulk was in the town it, there's gonna be a lot of press there so he better get moving so he can't take a bus or a plane he doesn't want to get caught and he probably doesn't have any money because somehow he seems to be ripping through all of his pants and shirts for no reason because <laughs> that's what happens when you become a hulk so he's walking down the road and he's always hitchhiking and he's walking down the road and that means because he's sad and he's lonely and he feels defeated because he thought he found a wonderful town to stay in he thought he found some place safe he thought he found a home but as it turns out everything went wrong well it was the same thing with this police officer he thought he found somebody he could give a ticket to he thought he found somebody he could do some crap with and mess with and as it turns out he ran into me who actually had legal stickers ah ha ha and he walked back to his car defeated boom 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 bo
gets in his car, and I'll tell you right now, he won. He he he, he flipped his police officer signal. Whip whip. He flipped that just basically. It was essentially his apology to me for wasting my time. That's the only reason he hit it. But even his signal knew he had been crushed by me not being guilty of anything. He hits the signal instead of it going whip whip. He went whoop whoop and i'm going damn is that a different signal and he goes no i'm his car <sighs> even i knew he fucked up this time and i went that's all right car just keep going and he drove down the street and he made a right turn and went away and then i went into the building and got my relative but not before telling everybody the story that happened outside and having everybody laughing their ass off at the fact that he shouldn't have pulled me over in the first place because there's no way in the world i had bad tags because they know i pay for my tags they know i'm a law-abiding citizen and they also know that in that area Sometimes these guys are known. I don't know if this is enough as the police officers, but the ticket, the, the ticket people, uh, the parking enforcement people, whatever the hell, they give tickets all the time. They just drive around the block constantly looking for somebody to give a ticket to. Ah ha ha! Well, you didn't get me, you bastards, because I go to the loading zone and I don't stay anywhere anywhere near thirty minutes. Ah ha ha! No more than about seven to ten minutes. You can't ticket me. Ah ha ha! And I always have legal tags. I don't buy hot tags, punk. I get legal tags because I can do that. Ah ha ha! So that's the story, my friend. Guy was a little bit too happy. A little bit too damn happy. You know, he probably had the song by Pharrell called Happy playing in his car when he thought he was going to give a ticket to me. And then he had us. Then I, I, I should have just turned that crap off. And I wish there was a song called Ha Ha Ha. Not this time and not ever, sucker. Because if that song doesn't exist, someone please write it and then mail it to that guy because he deserves to listen to it. So what I'm saying is, if you have the opportunity to give somebody a ticket, but you don't have to give them a ticket, don't give them a ticket. And you definitely don't want to pull over somebody like me who drives legally and who has legal stickers on his car and wasted my time and making me look like a douche in front of people going, why is that officer pulling ass over? I wonder what S did. Did S do something? No, S did nothing. S did nothing but obey the law. Yeah, that's right. I said it. So somehow, if that officer gets to listen to this, and I hope you don't, <laughs> no hard feelings, my friend. But whatever you do, next time, instead of whoop, 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 whoop behind somebody, at least drive by the car slowly and take a peek out the window to see if the dude's stickers are legal. That way you could have just gone on about your day and you wouldn't have had to walk back to your car to the Hulk music. Boom, 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 boom. Because when I drove off, you know what the song that was playing on the radio was? Uptown Funk. Because <laughs> I'm too hot. Hot damn. Call the police and the fireman. Okay, don't call the police because I just saw the police. You can call the fireman if you want to because they, they wouldn't do nothing but say, hey, what's going on, man? Because they don't give tickets. <laughs> Segment over. Well, folks, let me ask you a question. And I'm going to ask all of my, my beautiful bastards a question. Do you ever get in? Are you ever in a situation where you're around people that think you have 714 hours in your day and for some reason they think they have about four minutes in their day? Isn't that one of the most amazing things in the world? I mean, there's so many there's sometimes when you be, when you change things about yourself, you start to do things a little bit differently. You start to take better care of yourself. You start to become a lot more serious in your career. Maybe you're starting a new business. Maybe you're doing some other things. People are so used to the person you used to be that they think that you're still available for all the crap they want you to do on a regular basis. I've been in that situation. I know when I was at a nine to five job, nobody would call me for the things or bother me for the things that they bother me for now because I'm working for myself again as a comedian and as a podcaster. I know for a fact what that means. See, if you're going to do anything really, really well, if you look at the people that are really, really successful at things, look at the amount of time they actually put into the stuff they're doing. You think Michael Jordan was the best basketball player of all time because he practiced for one hour a day? <gasps> no. You think Prince plays guitar like that because he took some guitar lessons from the learning annex? No. 
It doesn't work that way. No matter how talented you are, if you want to be among the best at what you do, you got to put in hard work. And if you see somebody that acts like they're not putting in hard work, I'm telling you right now, they're trying to act like they're not putting in hard work to sucker you and they're not putting in hard work so they can continue to be better than you. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> and the only reason I say that is because I'm at the point now where I have to, I literally have to become an a-hole to people. Not that I'm actually an a-hole to people, but I have to start saying a lot more no's. I have to start saying no to a lot more things that I don't want to say no to. You know, well, actually, I do want to say no to some of these things because there are people that literally think that what they're doing is more important than what you're doing. Now, it is true. What they want to do is more important to them, but it's not as important to you because the stuff you're doing is more important to you than the stuff they're doing. Now, I'm not talking about giving somebody a ride to a hospital or somebody's stuck on the side of the road or something like that. I'm talking about errands that either could wait. They could be facilitated by doing something else. Maybe they could go to a different store. Maybe they could go this place by themselves. Maybe they don't have to do that thing at all, but they don't mind bothering you. And that's an amazing thing to deal with. You know? It just makes you annoyed, man. You know, it's, it's like when somebody wakes you. You ever have somebody just wake you up for no reason whatsoever? They wake you up early in the morning. Maybe they ring your doorbell on a Saturday. What makes anybody think that there's anything you could possibly say to me at Saturday morning at 7 o'clock that wouldn't make me want to just punch you in the face? Now, I'm not a violent guy, and I haven't punched anybody in the face, but I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, there's some people I wanted to punch in the face. Even if it's an honest mistake, I remember I was in an apart my apartment in Los Angeles and somebody was ringing all. As it turns out, the, uh, the uh, front gate had a, a push button deal and you would push in the correct apartment number and that person's phone would ring, 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 ring. And only that person would be bothered. But one guy was frantic. He was running away from something. I don't know what it was. I don't care. He rang everybody's alarm. So everybody in the building everybody 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 was awakened at six o'clock in the morning on a saturday oh no so there's a whole bunch of people everybody gets up and they put on their robe and now we're all thinking well if somebody's ringing all of these things Somebody's ringing all of these things. It must be the landlord. It must be the landlord. Maybe it's a fire drill. Maybe there's an emergency. Maybe we all got to get out. So there's a whole bunch of people walking around in their drawers, walking around in their drawers, looking out. Did you get a phone call? Did you get a call? I got a call. Did you get a call? You got a call. Who got a call? You got a call. You got a call. I got a call. Did you get a call? We got a call. I got a call. You 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 got a call. Hey, down there on the floor. We're always here. What's going up? That's what it started to sound like. And we're all out there. And then we see the landlord come running out and he's looking around like, what the hell's going on? And then it started again. You get a call. You get a call. And then we all looked at the landlord like, did you do it? You're the only one. That, hey, what's going on? Is there a fire drill or something? And as it turns out, no, it wasn't a fire drill. No, there was no emergency. The only thing that happened was there was this one guy. And I, and in the beginning of the segment, I said running away from someone because that's what I thought he was going to say. But as it turns out, he just rang all of those things because he didn't want to look for his key in his car. He figured instead of just looking for his own key for 15 minutes, what he'd do is he'd ring all the alarms and get his girlfriend to come downstairs and open up the gate. And he couldn't remember the, the uh, he couldn't remember the the uh, the apartment number because he was new to the apartment. Now, most people would say, hey, how about this? Why don't you call her? How about you call the number? You know the phone number, don't you? Oh, I didn't think of that. And we're all looking at him like, you know what? There's enough of us here where we could all literally come down. You ever see those mob movies where they kill a guy because they need to kill a guy for whatever reason that mob guys kill guys and there's the guy there that's really a police officer and everyone has to put a bullet in the guy so that everybody is 
kind of guilty and they'll never know which bullet actually killed the guy so everybody's like shooting 87 bullets in the guy and the guy who's really an informer is like oh crap i gotta shoot this guy and they all look at him and they have the look in his face like you better put some bullets in this dude's ass and be as guilty as us or we're gonna know your punk ass is an informer and we still got some bullets left and if we got bullets left those bullets will be in your punk ass and he fires the bullets oh two bullet shots well, I was thinking there's enough of us in this building right now that we could literally all run downstairs drag you into the middle of the courtyard and stomp you to death. And there's enough of us where we could actually systematically clean the entire courtyard so thoroughly that even a forensics team, not now, but at the time, a forensic team wouldn't even know that somebody was there. And if they did, there'd be so many people. We'd all jump up. I did it. No, I did it. No, I did it. No, I did it. No, I did it. And no jury's going going to admit that 125 is going to believe that 125 people got together just to stomp one guy to death no and we'd all get away with it now i don't necessarily know if that's a good thing because eventually we'd start thinking well there's 125 of us and we got away with stomping that guy to death if there's anybody in this building that starts to annoy the majority of us, we could all get together and stomp that sucker to death, too. I mean, if they, they, the jury won't believe that 125 people stomp somebody to death, they, they probably won't believe that 124 people stomp somebody to death. And that was the kind of thing that made everybody start to behave real good. And that's why no one after that, no one, not even that dumbass, nobody would go and have the balls to try to ring that alarm and wake everybody else up oh no but it's annoying when people do things like that isn't it when somebody just assumes you're available for everything when somebody just assumes that they can wake you up at seven o'clock in the morning somebody just assumes you know waking somebody up in the morning waking them up it's like it's like oh it's one of the few times you've actually felt hate in your life. If you, unless you have a life where something really bad happens to you, you lose a relative to some crime or maybe, you know, some spouse does some horrible thing to you, get your sister pregnant, get pregnant by your brother, you know, does something bad to the kid, beats them up or some crap, some kind of horrible over the top. They need to be in jail or at the very least they need to be divorced from you and thrown out the house and have to pay through the nose type of crime. Any kind of thing like that if it's not something like that normally you don't feel hate other than something like that other than a crime being committed against you but there are times there are things that make you feel hatred and I'm telling you right now, you may not think you feel hatred, but I'm telling you, when somebody wakes you up too early, you feel hatred. Don't act like you don't because you do. Don't act like you don't because you do. Oh, come on. Just think back. Imagine there's a dream. Imagine we're in a TV program right now. And you know how when you go back in time and they do that dream sequence crap and music starts playing. Imagine you go back in time. You had a hard day at work. An extra hard day at work. Not your regular hard day. An extra hard day. And it was horrible. You walked into the office and everybody's treating you like crap. Your boss was already an a-hole to begin with. And now he's a-hole plus. A new special level of a-hole that only he or she can attain and they aim it all at you. You're a salesperson or some crap like that and everybody you call rejects your punk ass and they don't just reject you in a polite way like a normal human being rejects you. They reject you in a soul-crushing type of way and as you feel just drain the whole day and everybody's been there where you have a day where everything is just going so bad and it just keeps steaming and piling and steaming piles of crap pile on top of you and the person at the, de the desk next to you is too damn loud so you can't even hear yourself on your phone and the new guy to the right of you he has for some reason he thinks deodorant is a suggestion and you gotta sit next to big mouth and stinky on the other side you go to the bathroom and then you find out that the bathroom on your floor is out of order and so are the bathrooms on the 10 floors up and down so you gotta go all the way down to the first floor to go to the bathroom but unfortunately for you everybody's got to go to the bathroom so you're standing in a long line in the bathroom and then you finally go to the bathroom you just finally get into the bathroom you go to the bathroom 
you come back out, you run up the steps because now the elevator doesn't work. And now you're upstairs, you go back, and now your boss is standing there. You're late, Johnson. But I had to go to the bathroom. Everyone has to go to the bathroom. And that's no excuse, damn it. And he has a nerve saying that crap because he has a bathroom in his office that he won't let anybody use because he's a piece of crap. And that's just the first hour of your day. Yeah, that's right. And it's Monday. Yeah, that's right. And it's a whole week of this crap. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Your girlfriend or your boyfriend, depending on your sex or whether you're gay, doesn't really matter. Whoever your significant other, they decided to be extra bitchy for some reason. You don't even know why. And now they're mad at you because they've been picking fights with you for the whole week. And you haven't had any delicious buttocks all week long. So you have a bad day and you don't even have any delicious buttocks to look for forward to because now he or she is mad at you and it just won't stop oh wait a minute your car broke down oh no now it's wednesday and you can't get your car fixed till saturday because you can't take any time off to get your car fixed because your boss is already mad at you because you were late on monday coming back from break because you had to take a leak by drive going down 10 floors oh no now it's thursday now it's friday and Friday's even worse than the first four days of the week. It just absolutely sucks. You can't stand it. And this Friday is going by at the slowest rate possible. Each minute is going by like a month. 601, 602. Good Lord, I'm about to jump out that window. Hey, the windows have been sealed because I know that some of you people are so depressed you might try to jump out the windows. Nice try. Get back to work. Damn it, they sealed the windows. 605, 606. Oh, God, I'm not going to be able to make it through this day. 607. Finally, it's lunchtime. You go to lunch. Oh, you know all those people that blocked the bathroom because they couldn't go to the bathroom? Well, now all of those people that blocked the bathroom are all in line with you lunch because the other lunch truck's not there. Why? Because it's the only thing that can make your week worse. That's why. And now you're in line behind these bastards. You finally get your food. You're trying to eat your food as you walk up the street. You're walking up the street because you can't drive up the street because as I said your car is broken and you can't get it fixed on Saturday get back to the office and you finally finish your food and you got food all over your shirt and your boss is giving you a hard time because you got food on your shirt and you're late this is not how you're supposed to look in a professional office Johnson you're not only are you late but your shirt's messed up you better I'm gonna give you 16 demerits and double demerits and quadruple demerits and all of that crap I'm the doc you're paying double docket and triple docket and doc 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 that's what I'm going to do to you, damn it. I don't know why I just did that Michael Jackson thing, but it just seemed appropriate. <laughs> and now it's Friday at 4.50. And you leave at 5. And now it's 4 4.51, 4.52, 4.53, 4.54, 4.56, 4.57, 4.58, 4.59. Johnson! Before you go, here's a stack of paperwork that you need to do before you leave. I know it normally doesn't happen, but your week is so bad, I feel like I need to pile on because I'm a hunk of crap. And I'm not going to go home and bang my incredibly hot wife who's too young for me while you sit here and do this crap. And you're there till 7.30. And you're drained. And the bus is now after 7 o'clock. The buses are every hour. And you were so tired walking down the street, so drained, you didn't realize you walked up the wrong block, you missed the bus, and now you're going to be out there till nine. Oh, you catch the bus, and now it's the nine o'clock bus, and everybody on the bus is a bunch of drunk jerk-offs and punk-ass kids fighting and stuff. And there's only one seat next to you. And as it turns out, Stinky, the guy sitting next to you in the office that I talked about, he also had a bad week. And now he's on the same bus for the same reason. And now he sits next to you. And he's now Stinky plus long days of work. Oh, no. You finally get it to your stop. You get off the bus. It's been and took an hour to get there because the bus does city streets and not the freaking freeway. And you walk home. It's now 1020. You walk in a house. You put in a TV dinner. The TV dinner sucks because you bought the TV dinner because you thought it was going to look like it looked on the box because you're a moron because it never looks like it looks on the fucking box. And now you can't sleep because you're mad. You're just Piss the freak off. You can't take it. And finally, the 
whole day, the week, everything that's been going on is just finally just drained you. You look over at the clock and you're falling asleep and it's now three o'clock in the morning because you couldn't sleep. You were just fuming because your week sucked so bad. And also because you had to take 12 showers to get the funk from Stinky off of you. And I think you're going to have to burn those clothes. And you like those clothes, damn it. And you drift off to sleep. The last time you remember seeing on the clock was three o'clock. The hell is that? Who's on the door? Jesus Christ. And you go to the door and there's somebody asking you something stupid. Maybe it's somebody trying to give you a pamphlet. You know what I'm talking about. Or it's your phone. It doesn't matter what it is. Whatever it is, it woke you up at 6.02 when you remember going to bed at 3. You were already tired. And you know yourself well enough to know that you can't go back to sleep once you've been awakened. So you know this day is dead. Now, how do you feel about the person that woke you up for something dumb after three hours of sleep after a whole week of hell? How do you feel? Do you feel hatred? Of course you do. That's what I'm talking about. You feel hatred. And I don't blame you. I've been there. I know what it's like to feel hatred because people don't know how to shut the hell up and leave you alone. It's the same thing when people try to take up too much of your time with the stupid crap that they could do for themselves. You don't actually want anything bad to happen to them, but in your mind, you're slapping the shit out of them. They're looking at you and you're smiling and you're nodding your head like, sure, I'll help you with that bullshit that you got yourself in trouble. And knowing that I'm the only person who can get you out of the trouble, knowing that I'm the only one who's nearby that has a vehicle and I'm the only one that can help you get back from that location. <laughs> and I know that just put yourself in that situation because you know I care enough about you just care enough about you where I'm going to feel obliged to help you out even though it's messing up my plans and screwing up things that I wanted to do for myself that you knew were happening in the first place you don't want anything bad to happen to him in real life but in your mind you're kicking him in the balls yeah I said it just like when you come to that door and that person is standing there and they did you like did you like to buy did you are you happy with your long distance are you happy with your cable would you like to come to this school would you like to buy these cookies would you like it and you're smiling and nodding and in your mind you drop kicking that punk ass off your roof onto something sharp yeah i said it that's called man that's what we're all like man that's what we're all like and the only reason i brought this up is because a friend of mine <laughs> was complaining to me he's going through a very similar thing that i'm going through when i started to do the podcast a couple of years ago and i threw away all my old material and decided to write a whole new type of stand-up show uh, i know what kind of work it actually takes to do these things and i know how much time it takes it takes a long time and it takes a lot of work where you're just pounding away for hours a day every day and when someone knows you're doing that and still insist upon intruding upon that precious little part of your life that you're trying to build you know that precious little thing you try it's like you know it's like a flower or, or a baby or something you know what i mean not as important as a baby obviously but it's it needs to be nurtured and you don't want somebody coming along messing it up with this stupid crap and it makes you angry and that's what he was that's what he was going through and i i, I said to him i said listen man i've been there and he goes i know i know how'd you deal with it? i said and i learned how to start saying no now, people are going to think you're an asshole. People are going to think you're being mean. People are going to think you're being selfish. People are going to think you're being selfish, even if you help them 99 times out of 100. The one time you say no, they're going to think you're the biggest asshole in the world. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Because a lot of the people that have been successful in their lives always have someone that thinks they're an asshole. But if you take the stuff that you need to do and move it to the side and just do stuff for other people and don't do anything for yourself they're still going to think you're an asshole except they're going to call you an asshole while laughing now if you're going to call me an asshole anyway i rather have you call me an asshole while i'm successful doing the thing i'm supposed to do i'd rather have that than have me sitting here not having anything done you getting all your crap done going someplace else and going <laughs> what an asshole yuck, 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 while i'm over here not getting anything done so if you're gonna call if they're gonna call you an asshole anyway which which version of being an asshole are you gonna pick 
Hmm? Well, bastards, which one? Let me listen to you talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you're going to be an asshole, be the kind of asshole that gets shit done. Yeah, I said it. Don't let nobody get in your way, damn it. Because I'm not. Ha <laughs> ha. Segment over. All right, everybody. Let, let's, 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 let's be honest with each other. Let's be honest. All of us have a level of laziness and all of us have a level of we have a level of laziness in us and everybody I don't you could you could find the hardest working person on the planet and there is something they're lazy about something they don't want to do something they drag their feet about and you can see them working 80 hours 9 million hours and 27 trillion hours and over the zillion hours and gazillion hours and bazillion hours and double hours and quadruple hours but all of a sudden you ask them to do one thing and they'll put in one penny's worth of effort and think like they, oh god that was a whole penny's worth I'm exhausted that's the way it is is right you th- i mean come on ask you could give a kid a football take a kid outside to play football you can go out at two o'clock in the afternoon and you can come back as the kid's getting his letter for college saying he's accepted that's right and you're going we were outside playing for 10 years son thanks dad yeah, but i'm not tired and a kid won't be tired but the same kid do me a favor you have two socks on the floor could you pick them up oh god <laughs> one sock oh god his <laughs> sock is too heavy <laughs> and the kid needs to take a drink a bottle of gatorade the kid stretching laying on the floor calling other friends to come over and help it's but 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 you don't understand man it's two socks i got my own problems man i got my own problems okay i've got one pair of drawers and they're in my sink and my mom says that's disgusting and to get it out of the sink and i'm having a hard time and they're extra heavy because they're wet <laughs> that's what i'm talking about all of a sudden you ask them to do something they don't want to do and that's true for not just kids that's true for adults you ask them to do something they don't want to do and all of a sudden every bit of energy that they had inside them is gone everybody has that you know you've done it at work too you know there are certain projects you go to at work if you work in an office if you're in the tech and whatever you do i've worked in factories where there were certain areas of the of the, the job where you didn't mind doing it at all i worked in a plastics factory for a while there was one and it was tw- these are 12 hour shifts of constant moving and lifting and pulling and twisting and tying and you know shrimp shrink wrapping and double shrimp wrapping and triple shrink back and all that crap all of that and it was the most boring job in the history of the world in 12 straight hours of that crap and you would take your hands off at seven o'clock at night and somebody else will be putting their hands on the machine at seven o'clock at night as you walked out and you'd come back the next morning at seven o'clock in the morning and they'd be just taking their hands off and you putting your hands on because the machines never stopped and that job was boring you know but there were certain machines that was kind of fun. You know, you'd work on certain machines and you'd go in, and, and every office is the same. Factories are the same. And this was a factory where it was loud, but you could hear each other talk if you yelled. And in certain areas, there were guys there that were fun to hang around. Fun to hang around. The 12 hours was still 12 hours, but it wasn't a torturous 12 hours. You would go by, it would go by like nine hours instead of 12 hours. And then you'd go other places and you had those dudes who didn't want to talk to nobody, didn't like anybody, didn't look at anybody. If you wave to them, they feel like, what are you waving at? What are you looking at? I don't have time to talk about that guy. guy. One of those dudes. And that 12 hours went like 12 no decillion years. Yeah, I said it. But the funny thing about it is when you find a place that you like, like I said, it goes by fast. You'll put in a lot more effort because it's fun. Yay. I go to the post office. It's 4.45 p.m. This post office closes at 5. I had a package that was, I looked on the internet. The packet says your package arrived at the post office at 2.35 p.m. Sitting at the post office. Why don't you get your punk ass up and go get it? And I'm going, listen, computer, I don't really, could you just let me know that my package is there? There's really no reason for you to refer to me as a punk ass. I mean, that's, I, I, I'm trying to figure out when this computer program, this website has decided to be so damn, you know, some damn non-professional, you know, I'm, I'm going to complain. You can complain all you want, but we'll just take your credit card information and fuck your credit up. All right. I won't complain computer. Now get your punk ass to the post office. You punk bastard. Come on computer. Stop calling me names. So I go to the post office and my stuff is there. I know why. Because the computer 
don't know the one that called me a punk ass and told me to go there. It wouldn't have said punk ass if it didn't want me to go there. It would have said bitch ass. Last time I said bitch ass, I went there and it was like, ha ha ha, fooled you bitch ass. And I said, I should have known. It's only actually there when you referred to me as a punk ass. And the computer said, exactly punk ass. So it called me a punk ass and not a bitch ass. So I knew the stuff was there, damn it. So I get in line behind a bunch of other people who are doing crap that I don't care about because they're not me. I know that sounds bad, but let's be honest. When you're in line behind a bunch of other people, you're looking at those people and going, why do you exist? I wish I could go back in time and make your parents not get it on the moment that you were in her ovaries and in his nuts just so you wouldn't exist. So you wouldn't be in front of me in line right now. And then you realize how evil that sounds and you slap the shit out of yourself. So I'm standing in line behind these people I'm wishing out of existence and they're all taking their own sweet time and I'm looking at the damn clock and I'm knowing the closer it gets to five o'clock, the least harm these people are going to work. Not because they're bad people, but because just like everybody else, they want to get the hell out of there. I finally get up to the counter at 448 and I say, hi, I'm at the end of the time and I have a package from back to the back. Can we see your ID? Yes, you can see my ID. And I hand her the ID and she goes in the back for, I think, four seconds. I'm telling she probably walked in, spun around and walked right back out. I don't see it. And I'm going, really? You don't see it in that? You want the tracking number? Oh, no, that's not necessary. I'm just saying, I mean, I, I think it's probably out with the postal carrier. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I just saw the. The postal carrier. I have the same postal carrier for years, and she said that. You know, she said she didn't have the package, and the word, the internet, um, the internet. When I looked up the package on the internet by the tracking number, the it said that the package was here. Mister Thomas, can I ask you a question? Yes. Did the did the computer did the website call you a punk ass or a bitch ass? Oh, I. I well, I'm sorry. It actually called me a punk ass. Oh, if it called you a punk ass, it must be here. Let me go in the back, and I'm telling you, she walked in the back. She probably just counted the six and came back out and she got it's still not here sir and i'm going oh, really that fast and i got the distinct feeling because she was giving me bull crap excuses for why my crap wasn't back there i'm thinking there's a lot of stuff back there i'm thinking there's a lot of stuff back there all piled up that they're not going to sort till tomorrow morning and i'm thinking she's like i am not going in the back of this freaking place this big ass place and pulling out these damn packages for his punk ass at 448 because it'll be after five o'clock because if it takes me a long period of time i gotta come back and fill out this form and that form and the triple forms and quadruple forms and then i'm gonna be after five o'clock and i don't want to be here any longer than i have to damn it and she's coming back with a horse shit excuses well maybe uh, uh, maybe a martian came down and ate it and i know for a fact that martians don't eat packages from amazon some things i know for sure I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, remember, the computer called me a punk ass instead of a bitch ass. If they called me a bitch ass, I would know it was trolling me, but it said punk ass. Are you sure it said punk ass? Yes, I'm sure it said punk ass. And then she goes, well, my, since it's, being, well, it's scheduled to be delivered tomorrow, so you, you should probably just go back and wait for it. And she said that to me. Now, that doesn't make her a bad person. Of course not. It doesn't make her a bad person. It makes her a person who wants to go the hell home, who's been working all day and doesn't feel like dealing with this crap. I understand that, but it's not about her. It's about me, damn it. Everybody has it. Everybody has that crap where you just don't want to put the effort in right now. You just don't want to put the effort in. You just, oh, God, no, I don't feel like dealing with this crap. Everybody has that. You have it. I have it. We all have it. You punk asses. Yeah, I said it. So I drive home and I sit down and I look at the computer and I look up the tracking number again and I, I'm i saying, well, maybe it did say bitch ass and not punk ass. And I went back and it still said punk ass. So I know my package is there. She just didn't want to get it for me. And like I said, it doesn't make her a bad person. It just makes her a pain in the ass. But no different than anybody else. You know, there are things you don't want to do and you'll, you'll try not to do if somebody asks you to do it. You mean to tell me, come on, you, you tell me right now, you tell me right now that your husband or your wife, you're out there, you're out there driving around and you just want to go to hell home. And then you look down at your cell phone and you see their number and you smile like, oh, my baby called me. She's probably calling me to tell me that I'm the cutest and that she loves me and I'm the greatest. And she's probably calling to tell me that when I come home, we're going to do some this and that and put some stuff on that and put on twist that and squeeze that and put some whipped cream on that and jump on top of that and wear that and tie this up and do that and 
You know what I'm talking about, ladies. You think your man is calling you up to tell you he wants to squeeze that and touch that and get on that and touch that and lick that and do that and get on top of that and squeeze that and get on that and take pictures of that and hold it up and film you doing that and all that crap. That's what you're thinking. And you smile thinking, oh, yeah, the person I chose to spill my, spend my life with or at the very minimum, if you're not married, the person I decide to get it on with on a regular basis because we like getting it on. And I know that this person doesn't have diseases. Yeah, that's right. And then you pick up the phone and you got your love voice on too. You pick up the phone. You're like, how you doing? Ha ha ha. And she picks up the phone. <laughs> and you think you're about to be told that he wants to and she or she wants to grab that and squeeze that and slurp on that and put whipped cream on that and tweet touch that and twist that and slurp on that and grab that and squeeze that. But no. No. They tell you that thing that you know is going to turn into a fight. You know it's going to turn into a fight. Because you know if you go and get that thing, you're going to be wrong. You know it. I would like you to bring me back some double, triple, quadruple, quadruple, double chocolate, double chocolate, chocolate, double chocolate ice cream with the double chocolate, triple chocolate, and the double strawberries on top of the triple strawberries with the strawberries and, and all that crap. And you're going, oh, God, there's 16 different kinds. But you know what kind I like. You don't like know the kind I like because you're just an evil man. And if you don't know the kind I like, you're a bastard. And I hate your guys and you're never going to have sex again. And you have to go get that crap you were so close to home you could actually see home you can see it but you can also know you gotta turn that car around you better get that damn ice cream and you know you don't remember what she just said and you know you better not call back and ask her what she said because now she's gonna be mad because you don't listen you non-listening ice cream better getting bastard yeah i said it so you go into the supermarket and you look at a wall and it's a whole wall of double triple chocolate with the double chocolate and double strawberries on top of the triple straight cherries and double strawberries. Light? Oh, I better not get the light one because if I get the light one, it's going to... Oh, so I'm fat now, you bastard. You're definitely not getting any delicious buttocks. So you can't get that one. So you make sure you step out to the right so you don't accidentally pick up any light version of the double chocolate, triple chocolate, double triple chocolate with the strawberries and cherries on it. You can't get that crap because you'll get killed. But you don't know which kind because there's 55 different kinds. Oh, no. You know, no matter what you bring home, she's going to be upset. You know, no matter which one you bring home, she's going to be pissed off. You know, which, no matter which one you bring back, you're going to be wrong. Oh, no. So what do you do? There's only one way to save this situation. One way and one way only. You pull out your cell phone. You find an empty refrigerator inside of the same supermarket. You go, hey, honey, how's it going? How's it going? Did you find a double chocolate, triple chocolate, with a double strawberry, and triple chips, a double chocolate, and a strip? Well, I was going, I, found, I knew exactly one. I know you wanted a double chocolate with a triple strawberries and a double chocolate, and a double strawberries and triple chocolate, and all that. I know exactly what you want. But these bastards don't have it. And then you take your stupid phone and you take a picture of the empty refrigerator that never had ice cream in it in the first place, you lying piece of crap. And you send it to her, and she's going to go, Oh my God, I can't believe they're all out of it. Well, I don't want you to have to go to a whole bunch of stores looking for it. You know what you can do? Just bring me some regular old vanilla chocolate and strawberry, okay? And you go, okay, honey. But I was, I'm telling you right now, I was willing to go to those other stores to get that thing for you because you're my baby and I love you and I want you to have your double chocolate, triple chocolate with the double strawberries and quadruple and all that crap. And she goes, I know. <laughs> you're so sweet. And then she hangs up and you now know, oh, yeah. Not only am I going to not have to find the wrong ice cream and get in trouble, I'm just going to have to find some simple punk-ass ice cream take it home and get it on because you know you were going to bring the wrong ice cream home why because you're a dude and we always bring the crap home it may not even be the wrong crap she may just want to have to kick your ass for something else you did but you're too dumb to remember what the hell you did so she's got to punish you somehow so she sets you up to fail so she can punish you for this crap when it's really for the other crap but that's okay you get home with the Neapolitan ice cream, which is just some lame ass vanilla chocolate and strawberry, my favorite, by the way. And you, that's all you do. You didn't want to go through all of the trouble of that crap. You didn't want to go to all of those other stores, but you didn't need her to know that. No, you didn't. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. No. Come on now. 
You know what the deal is. You didn't want to go through all of that trouble. So you did it the easy way. You did it with the least amount of... Because going through all the six stores to find the double chocolate and tri- triple chocolate with the double strawberries and triple cherries and all that crap. Going to all little stores is way more than you think is worth it. You don't want to do that. You want to spend three hours driving to supermarkets knowing when you go home it's going to be wrong anyway. So you spend three hours in supermarkets getting this crap ass ice cream and then you go home you get yelled at and no delicious buttocks. Why? for all of that work when you can just lie and do as little work as possible and still get some of your wife's delicious buttons oh yeah oh yeah you know what i'm talking about everybody does it i mean not me i always go way out of my way for other people because that's the kind of guy i am could you hold on for a minute i need to pause this podcast to make a little adjustment to the microphones okay <laughs> Uh, Mr. Thomas? Yeah. Um, I, um, you know that the whole podcast that you scripted out that you wanted me to do for you? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much finished now. Good, because I wasn't going to put in that much work for those losers. <laughs> oh, God, where did those, those, those dopes realize that I haven't actually podcasted on myself, my actual self, since episode 134? <laughs> Oh God! It was it was one of the best things in the world to find a guy who can do a perfect impression of me. Oh, you think my impression of you was perfect? It's absolutely perfect. I mean, I mean, it's just. It, <laughs> oh God! I haven't actually talked to my own mother and father since 1997 because of you, man. Oh yeah, it was pretty good. It was kind of weird though when they told me all their personal stuff about you. Yeah, I think we just we just we we discussed that when you signed the non-disclosure agreement to not talk about the personal crap and embarrassing crap that they told you about me thinking that you were me. In fact, you need to not even bring it up in conversation. If you check paid six, you're not even supposed to bring that up in conversation. I'm sorry, man. It doesn't really matter. Listen, <laughs> can I ask you a question? Um. When did you start working on this impression of me that I, you know, I was wondering about that because like I said, I mean, because I, I didn't even realize, I mean, I put a, an ad in the paper and uh, yeah, the ad that said, I don't want to talk to my bastards because I'm so much superior to them as human beings and I'm much better than them and they don't deserve to hear my delicious voice. Yeah, I was surprised. At the, uh, yeah. And then you, you, you answered the ad and you did an impression of me and now I don't have to do the podcast anymore. I can just sit back and let the no money roll in. Yeah, speaking of that, how come I'm not getting paid? Hey, I ain't getting paid either, so you ain't getting shit. Oh, really? Then I, um, to we, to use your phrase and use your phrases and one of your catchphrases, um, but I'm going to do something that it rhymes with, um, fucking quitting. Hey, 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 come back here. No, call me when you got some money, you piece of shit bastard. Punk ass motherfucker. Now I gotta do my own podcast, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Yeah, I checked the stats. There's like a whole bunch of people listening to this crap. I don't even know what to say to them. I mean, I mean, he was the one running my Twitter account. And then he actually made fun. He made friends with a bunch of weirdos. I mean, now, now I got to talk to him. I don't even understand this. But, you know, and I told him, you know, I mean, I, I don't even like uh I don't like tuna hoagies with barbecue sauce on them. And now you got people from the Naked Podcast, especially Ray, thinking I'm crazy. I don't eat that shit. You know, I think that was just his smart way of making me look bad, putting in weird ass tuna hoagie recipes out there. I don't eat that crap. I eat regular tuna hoagies with nothing exciting on them. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, he, he almost finished the whole damn podcast and he was only a couple of minutes left in the podcast. And I can always do the in, the exit myself. Oh, fuck it. All right. Uh, can't believe it. Hire a guy to do your voice and. He quits when he just because you're not going to pay him any money, punk ass bastard. All right, uh, let me let me just break, let me just record the rest of this crap. And I don't even know what he said in this episode, it doesn't really matter, it's almost over anyway. So I'll just, I'll just ad lib some crap at the end, they won't know the difference anyway, guys. How's it going? I mean, I mean, I already said that I'm apparently because this would be the last segment in the show. So I, who was it, was definitely me and not some other guy that had hired. To sound just like me, so I wouldn't have to do this crap. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, uh, so, uh, you know, all the stuff that I already said, that you know, stuff that was said by definitely me and not somebody else. Um, yeah, it was pretty interesting, right? It was pretty good. Uh, hmm. 
because I, I was I mean, not that I, I mean, I've been here the whole time, you know, doing all these episodes myself. Definitely not someone else, you know, mimicking me. So I didn't have to do it because I didn't feel like it. Um, uh, God, how did I how do I end these segments again? Which is kind of weird that I would forget how I end segments, seeing as how I'm the one doing it the whole time. Which means, I, of course, I did not forget how I end these segments. How does he? How did? Where's his notes? I mean, my notes, my notes, not someone else's notes. My notes. <laughs> segment over. I'm supposed to say segment over at the end of a segment. Oh, all right. I mean, I knew that the whole time. <laughs> um, segment over. All right, my friends, that has been episode number 192 of the S. Anthony Says podcast starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. <clears throat> now, um, I want to shout out once again, uh, once again, at Twitter Hero and the Naked Porch podcast for being wonderful supporters of the podcast. Much love to all of you. All of my bastards out there, you know I love you. Every last single one of you in whatever country you're in, I got nothing but king bastard love for all my bastards. Now, if you want to tweet to me specifically, you do so at at S. Anthony Thomas. If you want to tweet to the show, you do so at at S. Anthony Says. And I would suggest following both of them, damn it. And if you want to send an email to yours truly, please do so at the S. Anthony Says podcast at gmail.com. This is episode number 192. I want to thank you, bastards, for listening to me as you always do. Thank you for bringing back your friends and friends. Thank you for becoming bastards and bringing back fresh new bastards. Much love to you all. I will see you next week. S. Anthony out.